Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Do these stats matter? Let's find out right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. <laughs> Adam and Dave here on a Sunday night. You should always watch these on YouTube. Dave is quite the character. Do these stats matter? You know, if they do, they could be really impactful for fantasy. If they don't, well, I guess they could also have an impact for fantasy because it's just going to determine how you draft. But anyway, I'm going to give you some stats on some players. Uh, you tell me what you think of it. All right. Damian Harris versus Ramondre Stevenson. They were splitting pretty evenly late in the year. Who's better? Who's the better running back? Well, both average 4.6 yards per carry. Love the explosive plays, though, from Damian Harris. Damian Harris had eight carries of 20-plus yards. Ramondre Stevenson had one. I believe his longest run of the year was... 21 yards. Yes, Harris did have more carries, but that doesn't explain 8-1 to in that category. However, Dave, we use a site called True Media, great source of stats. They define explosive runs as carries of 12 12 or more yards. Ramondre Stevenson actually had a higher percentage of those types of runs than Damian Harris. So he was in that 12-20 to range a lot. He did not break any big runs. What does it all mean? Does it matter as we look at this Patriots backfield? Unfortunately, I don't think this one matters that much. I, I think that you can look at Damian Harris's stats and Ramondre Stevenson's stats and say, the Patriots have a good problem. They've got two really good running backs, and that's bad for fantasy. But I've got a stat to put on top of that that'll separate these two quite a bit when it comes to how you view Patriots running backs on draft day. Last year, th- downs of three yards or closer, so like third and two, First and goal from the one. Plays like that where the running back only needs to get just a few yards to convert for a first down or a touchdown. Harris had 60 such snaps. He converted on 79% of them for either a first down or a touchdown. And that includes 73% on goal-to-go carries. The Patriots have waited forever to have somebody like that. Remember two years ago when it was Cam Newton? They loved Cam Newton in that spot because nobody else could do it. Now Damian Harris has gotten into the swing of things. He's great at it. Stevenson, still good, 60% conversion rate on goal-to-go carries, 68.4% conversion rate overall, but only 32 snaps, half as many, about half as many as Damian Harris. So I think for now, the Patriots coaching staff, they will trust Damian Harris in those high-value opportunities. That gives him an obvious edge in fantasy, and I think people knew that all along. But we tend to we we tend to drag Damian Harris down because he doesn't get a lot of catches. I think that I think that might be a little bit of a mistake. I think he's still worth taking as a quality number two fantasy running back, especially on a Patriots team that's got a good offensive line and they will be balanced offensively when the when when it's expected that they are, you know, obviously when they're down two scores or whatever, they'll be throwing. But in situation neutral situations, you'll see them run quite a bit. That's good for Harris. Okay, we got to go a little quicker on these next two. Joe Burrow scored more than 21 fantasy points in six point per passing touchdown leagues, or 22 if you want to use decimal scoring. More than 22 points in only four of his last 11 games, including four postseason games. Uh, In two of those games, he did score 46 and 43 points. Had those huge performances, Dave. But more than 22 decimal, you know, decimal scoring, six point per passing touchdown leagues, only four times in his last 11 games. Joe Burrow. 
He had that two-game stretch late in the year where he totaled 88 fantasy points. And you know the games. Uh, it was week 16 and week 17. He and Jamar Chase literally helped people win their fantasy leagues. It was outstanding. But if you take him away, he averaged right around, like you said, 20 fantasy points. I have a hard time believing two things. One, that the Bengals are going to try and remain as balanced as they were last year and take the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands after what he and this entire passing game did in the previous season. I also have a hard time believing that the offensive line wasn't improved for Burrow's benefit and that he'll have more time to throw. He was actually better last year when he was under pressure, but he's going to get he's going to be amazing if he's got time to throw because he's an accurate quarterback. So uh, Heath talks about all the time where he's just going to regress back down. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case. I think he can average around 22 or 23 fantasy points per game. Last one is Mike Williams. Mike Williams had 12 targets inside the 10-yard line. That's a ton. He had three catches for 12 yards and two touchdowns. His teammate, Keenan Allen, also had 12 targets inside the 10-yard line. He had eight catches, 44 yards, and six touchdowns. There are a lot more numbers I can give here, but I'll just sum it up. Mike Williams was the most inefficient player inside the 10-yard line. All the players that had 12 or more targets, nobody was as bad as Mike Williams. If he can prove that, he could be a real steal on draft day, but does he keep getting those targets? That's the question, I guess. What do you make of it, Dave, uh, real quick? Uh, I don't like it. I think that last year he blew those opportunities. We know that Eckler's great down there. Keenan Allen's great down there. And they brought in Gerald Everett. Not that Gerald Everett was amazing inside the five last year with Seattle, but he can give that offense a little bit of a different dimension in the red zone. The thing that stands out to me about Mike Williams, first five games of 2021, 23 PPR points per game. After that, 12.4 PPR points per game. And you look at his numbers for all of 2020, all of 2019, all of 2018, he was below 11 PPR points per game. So I feel like we kind of know who the real Mike Williams is. And as much as I love this offense, Adam, I'm not sure he can average close to 15 PPR points per game. All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. Looking forward to breaking down some more stats on the full-length version of Fantasy Football Today. Thanks for being here, everybody. Enjoy your Sunday night if you're watching. Enjoy your Monday if you're listening. And we will talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.